how is your money mindset, coach? A healthy money mindset is a make it or break it thing in coaching business success, especially when it comes to confidently asking for money from potential clients. It's fascinating because it doesn't matter if a coach has a high-powered job before, how much money they earn, how many certifications or degrees they have, or even how confident they appear. I hear the same admission from coaches. I'm afraid to ask for money. I felt the same way until I made some mindset shifts. I now know how to attract clients in a non-salesy way, and I've also discovered the power of investing in one's future. In this episode, I share details about a coaching session I had with a coach where her money mindset shifted. Find the full transcript and more resources for coaches at prosperouscoach.com slash 251. You're listening to Prosperous Coach Podcast, a free resource for new coaches since 2018, created by me, Rhonda Hess. I have a talent for breaking complex things into easier steps, and I love helping you choose a smart coaching niche and launch your business with confidence. I began mentoring coaches in 2006 after five years of training coaches at Coach Training Alliance, where I designed the certification program. Subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss a thing, and don't forget to go back to the earliest episodes for incremental learning. Now, let's roll this episode. Hey coaches, one of my VIP clients recently said to me, Rhonda, I'd rather give my money away than ask for money for coaching. By the way, my client gave me permission to share details about our session with you. She knew it would be valuable to other coaches. We've been working closely together to build her coaching business foundation before launch. With her launch just around the corner, we needed to focus in on a mindset issue I picked up on that could hold her back from earning enough in her coaching business. Money is a sticky subject for most people. There's so much baggage that influences our decisions and actions around money based on what we learned about it as kids. There's a wonderful book called Taming Your Gremlin, A Guide to Enjoying Yourself by Richard D. Carson. It's not a new book. It's been around for a while, and it's perfect for coaching around childhood influences without getting into therapeutic realms. It's a thin book full of exercises and has wonderful drawings to help you face the part of yourself that sabotages your efforts to grow. The idea is to draw your own gremlin and shine a spotlight on it as it scuttles around trying to squash your courage or keep you from advancing in life. And just seeing this character for what it is changes you. There was an exercise in there about drawing the floor plan of the primary home you grew up in and then answering a set of questions about what you learned while you were living in that place. And it really helps to bring you back in time. While I was coaching my client, that book jumped into my mind and gave me an idea about how to coach her. I began by asking her, what did you learn about money from your parents? She responded immediately and with a lot of charge in her voice. In my family, you would certainly not hire someone for therapy or coaching. The idea of seeking and asking for help was taboo. We didn't spend money on ourselves in self-care. 
Because I knew she had made an investment in working with me, I asked, when have you invested highly in your own transformation? She said, when I reached a point where my best efforts didn't bring the results I needed to happen, when I get to that point, I'll do whatever it takes. And I said, brilliant. And by the way, that's the kind of evocative seeking you want your future clients to undertake to find you and your services. She paused and took that in, and I could tell she got the message. Then I said, so you've invested in your personal and professional goals when something is very important to you. How much would you say you've invested in becoming a coach and getting your business launched with support? She said, oh, thousands and thousands. I asked, what has investing in yourself to that degree done for you? And without hesitation and with passion in her voice, she said, it's changed the trajectory of my life. It's grown a new me. I now have a design for a living that's far more effective and far more rewarding. I don't even think about the money I've spent. I wasn't surprised to hear that. So I said, so. What does that tell you about other people, your potential clients, for example, and the opportunity to invest in themselves? She said, well, I would only want to work with someone who's willing to do what it takes to get better to achieve their goals. Well, that was a bonus mindset shift, and I think it was important to her process. And because with my help, she's targeting a unique and viable audience and her messaging strategically speaks directly to that compelling moment of wanting help for her audience, I know she will attract her ideal clients. And then she said, I have so much compassion now for someone willing to reach out to me. It gives me a sense of joy to say to them, I can help you. It makes asking for money a lot less scary because being willing to invest is a symbol of their desire. I loved how she talked about that. So articulate. And then we talked about how Olympic athletes visualize their success before they take action. I encouraged her to develop that practice before a discovery call, you know, visualizing each coaching prospect and how that moment in time when she asks for the money for her program, how that goes, how smooth that is, how she feels about it. We talked more about developing resilience for the answer no, and how to not make that about her. It's really important not to take a no as rejection. We talked about the idea to act as if you are already booked, you already have plenty of income, you are already highly successful as a coach, because acting from that place is powerfully attractive. And by the way, uh, episode 82, which you can find at prosperouscoach.com slash 82, is about that act as if concept, another mindset shift. At the end of the session, she said, this was so helpful to look at my own experience of investing in myself and see that there is value that I offer to someone else who will want to make that investment too. It's amazing how powerful it is to shift the perspective. Your perspective that has you fearful is one perspective. There are other perspectives. 
So what old moldy money mindsets might be holding you back? How can you get a better perspective? A little coaching, perhaps? Stay inspired and make things happen. Thanks for listening today. You are awesome, and it's time for your coaching audience to know that. If you're getting value from this podcast, please share it with other coaches. Your kindness will come back to you. Learn more about how I help coaches choose a smart niche and launch with confidence at prosperouscoachblog.com. Joel Bass wrote my theme music. Thanks, Joel.